Petey and Hughes are killing it for your Vancouver Canucks. So why should that give you mixed emotions? Well, we're going to tell you why. And here's something else that should give you mixed emotions. It's Begsy and it's Bowen. And you're listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks. Your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for hitting the play button on today's episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer and part-time credentialed media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. And before we dive into the show today, we want to thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks, your team every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, where the best way you can help us grow is to listen every day and subscribe. And even though I bailed on his party over the weekend, he still joined me on today's episode, and I appreciate him for it. Kyle Bowen, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It's it's gray outside, which is it's not the best. It's not the best for me, okay? I'm ready for the sun, as you can tell, and it is what it is at the end of the day. For real, for real. Feeling a little empty based on, you know, what I've seen over the weekend with the Vancouver Canucks. I don't know how to feel. We got two of our best players doing great things. They're probably turning into better players. They are turning into better players, which means good things for the Vancouver Canucks. But again, I'm feeling a little empty. We also got to talk about Archie Baines later too because, yo, Surrey. Shout out to Surrey, man. Whoever's watching from Surrey, let us know in the comments. Hey, speaking of which, we're going to save the best for last. We're going to go through those comments at the end of the show. Uh, enough about me, though. Let's talk about the current state of the Vancouver Canucks. Begsy, man, you mentioned it. I just mentioned it. We feeling empty. Uh, what, what else you feeling when it comes to the performance this weekend from your Vancouver Canucks? Yeah, definitely mixed emotions, my man. Mixed emotions because I think empty is a great way to describe it. But also, you know, excited and happy that Quinn Hughes and Elias Pedersen are Vancouver Canucks because these two players are absolutely dynamic. I mean, in that game against the LA Kings, most of the team was was bad to <laughs> to put it to use that to use a word without swearing. They were bad. It was a bad performance by the team, and it was wasn't until Pedersen scored that goal midway through the third period that the team awoke from their slumber. I mean, Thatcher Demko, Quinn Hughes, Elias Pedersen were both basically the only Canucks that were awake uh, through that game early on. But, I mean, man, Pedersen and Hughes and JT Miller, he played well this weekend too. They all have four points each over two games this weekend. You know, those three players were the reason the Canucks won. But, again, I wanted to focus on Hughes and Pedersen because these two guys are 23 and 24 years old. They are in their prime right now. And we don't know how long their prime is going to last. Like, are they still going to be at this level by the time the Canucks become a contender? Because there's still a lot of work to be done. Whoa, dude. So, why are you going there, man? You're dark, bro. You're dark. I had no I'm idea you were going to say man, that. This, but that this, is a scary... This weekend rocked me, man. This weekend rocked me. You know, Quinn Hughes and Elias Pedersen are setting personal milestones. You know, Pedersen, 33 goals, 88 points now on the season. 33 goals and was a career high. 88 points is a career high. Quinn Hughes, back-to-back 60 assist seasons. He is the first defenseman in almost 30 years to have back-to-back 60 assist seasons. So, like, these two players are pulling off some incredible accomplishments. And where's it gone to the Canucks? Nowhere. They're still one of the worst teams in the NHL. And now they're winning meaningless games, and we all expected them to do this. I mean, there's a lot of talent on this roster, and they're led by Quinn Hughes and Elias Pedersen. But it's fair to have mixed feelings about this team right now, man. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Kyle, make me feel better about it should be happier that these two guys are, are lining up for the Canucks. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, right? And, and especially with Pedersen, who scored two beautiful goals, two goals that 
Pedersen and only a few players in the NHL can score. For real. For real. That's how good that guy is. And when he's scoring those goals, I'm having a hard time completely embracing it. Embracing the notoriety. Uh, embracing the uh, unique ability of Elias Patterson because we're getting outshot by 30, 30 shots. There's no reason to win this game. We don't need it. We don't need it. Let, let's secure the seventh overall pick, the eighth overall pick at least. All right? Let's not get to 10 or 11, but here's Patterson just doing whatever the f- I was about to swear there. Whatever this guy wants to do, he's doing it. He's helping us pick up points in meaningless games. And same with Quinn Hughes, man. Back-to-back 60 assist seasons playing on one of the worst teams in hockey, but for whatever reason, right, Trevor Beggs over here. This is why it's Team Kyle all the way. Trevor Beggs would rather have Miro Heiskanen. And who else? Who else would this guy? <laughs> this guy would ha- rather have Ivan Provorov than Quinn, Quinn Hughes, dude. For Ooh, real. For okay. real, dude. Let's, okay, let's, that was a boom, boom, boom. You know, for you real, Kyle, for real. God. For real, man. So... It's, it's it's historic, right? You said it. We're seeing history happen with the Vancouver Canucks, but we're seeing history happen in a forgotten year. And that's that's sad. That is sad. And, you know, this just came to mind right now. They've already bought in for next season, right? They traded a first-round pick. They got Heronik, who what? Like, how, do you, how, can, how can this team not, you know, be at the front? Like, you know what, Rutherford, Alvin, talk about it. Talk about it, okay? You traded for a guy. You traded for a guy without knowing when the Islanders were going to make that selection. Now, I, I get it. The Islanders are playing better. That first-round pick, you know, probably not looking as appealing as it did a couple weeks ago. How can you trade for a guy who still hasn't even played for the team yet? How hurt is this guy? What's going on? There should be some communication there because that's kind of weird. Anyways, with that trade, they're bought in for next season, and it puts a lot of importance on next season. And I think, I think I'm scared right here. This might be, This might be a scary thing to say, but there is a small chance a small chance that next season could be the last season with both these guys on the team because there could be some frustrations happening because you Ooh. said you said it. You I said thought it. I was feeling dark. They're, they're getting God, better. Man. They're getting better. They're competing, and they're making history in a season that nobody's going to remember. That could be frustrating. Yeah, I think that last sentence might have summed it up, summed it up perfectly, Kyle. You know, They're making history in a season that no one's going to remember. Yeah, It's just, you know a decade of darkness for the Vancouver Canucks and, you know, Quinn Hughes and Elias Pedersen are two beacons of light in that darkness, but it's, it's still dark, man. It's still dark. <laughs> Being a Canucks fan, it's, it's a dark thing to be a part of. It's a dark place to be. And you just got to hope that, you know, what these two guys are doing is going to, it's going to spearhead this team to something great because it's, we again, have to hope. We have to hope. I, I will say here, here's one, here's one reason to be positive about the way things have transpired. You know, you look at the beginning of the 21-22 season and, you know, Quinn Hughes was playing good, but Pedersen was not playing well. And, you know, again, the team sucked last year, but again, it took Pedersen a while to get going. I think this season they were they were good from the jump. It was just that lack of structure and so many other things fell down around them. But now we know that these two can be two of the best players in the game. It's how do you build properly around those guys and I know we're going to spend pretty much all offseason talking about it, but kind of the two top things on, on my list right now are, again, this is hoping that JT Miller keeps playing the way he does at center, but you, you need a really solid third-line center. I need you need a second pair left shot defenseman probably to play alongside Hronik, uh, a solid guy in that role. like Someone like, honestly, like Vladislav Gavrikov. I know he was kind of like this, who the F is this guy during the NHL trade deadline, but he was really good against the Canucks on Saturday night. So those are two of the things that, Again, when I look at holes in the Canucks, like how is this team going to get better? They need really good third-line center and a really good second-pairing left-shot defenseman. And, and maybe they, then they'll have a complete enough team around Hughes and Pedersen 
to make some more of a run next year. And they need Demko to beat Demko from the start. That's a that's a huge thing. Because yeah. again, Demko yeah. wasn't just bad at the beginning of the season. He was the worst goalie in the league. Yeah. Oh, there's even yeah. a, there's a good stat out here from Money Puck in terms of, you know, basically the worst goalies in the league in terms of negative and the expected goals against. And Thatcher Demko is still like 12th worst this season. Spencer Martin is actually the second worst goalie in the league in terms of negative goals yeah. saved above average. Uh, only Kakinen and the San Jose Sharks is worse. So so let's let's get uh, the commenters in on this. How do you guys feel about what you're seeing from arguably two of the greatest Canucks of all time? The history is not that deep on this team, right? There's not that many legendary, legendary prolific stats coming out of uh, this side of town. And we've seen it early in the career of these two individuals, especially in Quinn Hughes. Like These guys are arguably top 10 in their position in the league this season. And I think it's going to continue on to next season and the season after that. Can you enjoy this? Can you embrace this? Are you going to remember this? Because... It is historic. It is, it is historic. And I think a lot of us are jaded and we can't see it, but there's that small fraction of the fan base that is seeing the fundamentals, the structure. They, they're seeing Tocket, and they're already excited about September and October and November of next season. And maybe those people are the people who actually can appreciate what Quinn Hughes and Pedersen are doing. But damn, oh damn, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. The Canucks don't make the playoffs next season. If the Canucks don't have a good start next season, Next season will be the last season with those two on the team. That's dark, man. That's real dark. I'm, I'm going to end this segment on something a little bit more positive. Um, and that's a couple of milestones that I'm looking for PD and Hughes to hit before the end of the season. So if Hughes gets eight more assists over the final, oh my God, 13 games of the season, there was 12 or 13. I don't have it in front of me. If he gets eight assists over that time span, he'll uh, surpass JT Miller from 2021, 20, 22. And it'll put him fourth all time in terms of assists in a single season by a Canucks player. So the only player with more in a single season was Henrik Sedin. Nice. Um, so that's one thing I'm looking for for Quinn Hughes. And for Laz Pedersen, he's at 33 goals right now. It'd be pretty cool for PD to get 40 goals. 40 goals from number 40. Uh, seven games left, so tall task. But uh, we'll see. It's kind of a race between him and Kuzmenko at this point. I think Kuzmenko's got 34 in the season. So if one of those guy, guys hit 40, it'd be pretty cool for your Vancouver Canucks. Well, can I ask, can uh, I ask before we go to break, uh, something else to put in the comments. Na- name me... Name me four, name me five better players than Patterson right now in the league. I don't think you can. If you're watching the film, this guy's doing some lethal things. He's playing on the Canucks too and doing all these things. He's he's what he's doing right now is somewhat Mission Impossible, but it's not impossible for the alien EP40. Anyways, let's get to uh, let's yeah, get to. I, I, uh, and I think that's a bit subjective too. I bet obviously there would be fans. Maybe, maybe West Coast bias, baby. West Coast bias. Yeah, yeah that's West Coast bias exactly. exactly. I don't care. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. West Coast bias. I do want to do a dive at some point on the show, Kyle, like kind of going into, you know, where Pedersen ranks among Hart Trophy candidates. And I'm actually going to do a bit of a dive on Quinn Hughes in the Norris conversation uh, coming up this week for Daily Hives. Maybe we'll chat about that as well. But in our next segment, we kind of talk about, you know, Arsti Baines, the pride of Syria. And I guess this is the debut of uh, the Abbotsford Report. Uh, looking at the Abbotsford Canucks, who had a pretty dang good weekend. But before we touch on that, Kyle, I need to tell you about a product that I started using every day. Every day. Okay, okay. You know, right now I'm I'm in study mode, okay? Like all my free time when I'm not working, when I'm not podcasting, when I'm not playing with my daughter, I'm studying. And and you know what helps me focus and feel good? What? It's by taking Athletic Greens. So what is this stuff, Kyle? Well, let me tell you. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens Whoa. to help you start your day right. Wow. 
Wow. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Oh, and Trevor, things. Trevor, on that note, on that note, you said aging, right? I think mm-hmm. I think we got to continue drinking this stuff every day because I've been looking at the film and it, it kind of hit me, bro. You and I are getting older. I feel as if, you know, we're still young and, you know, we're still relatively looking young. But, bro, you know, I've seen you many times in my life. I'm sure you've seen me many times in your life. You really pay attention to the pixels. It's like, holy shit, dude. Holy shit, dude. 30? I think oh. I think we're getting – I'm not saying we're getting wrinkles, but we're looking older. It's happening. Yeah, and you know what? Now that I started using this, uh, I'm using a new camera today. We'll see if I keep it up or not. But uh, I think it's a little bit more clear, and yeah. I'm worried that more of my wrinkles are starting to show. So you're old, bro. If I want to keep those wrinkles away and just stop that aging process. I got to keep having my athletic greens, man. Um, and, and I got to say, Kyle, as a dad, I need my sleep as well. Sleep is part of you know looking young, and athletic greens does support better sleep quality, recovery, mental clarity, and alertness. Uh, when you use one, you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. And, and, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Holy. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look go for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Who needs health insurance when you have athletic greens? And dude, <laughs> I'm not trying to age. I'm trying to keep it up. Let's keep drinking this thing. Shout out to Athletic Greens. And take care of yourself. Your health is wealth. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. And another thing that is wealthy is the city of Surrey, okay? The future lives here i don't think that's the lingo anymore when it comes to surrey they used to have it on the sign but for me it'll always be there there's the most the most talented people in the lower mainland are coming out of surrey british columbia i don't give a f what people say surrey's the future rst baines the future the man and i would not be surprised if this dude sees some action in the nhl this season for real for real we're talking about a franchise that loves moral victories that loves the stories that you know that wants to you know pat Pat the fan base on the back, you know, and they're going to do it with RST Bangs. Like, look at this local kid, overager, sign from Surrey, from Surrey. Let's get him in the lineup and make people happy before the season's over. It's going to happen. RST Bangs is going to make his debut for the Vancouver Canucks this season, playing some of his best hockey, seeing the highlights, and let's do it, man. Shout out to Surrey, man. Who's from Surrey? Let us know in the comments. What's up? Yeah, this is Locked On Canucks. This is a Surrey's Canucks show, by the way. Of it's unofficial, but, uh, you know, Kyle and I are both Surrey boys. So of course, man. Shout out to you know, Surrey, usually, you, know, you usually don't say that loud and proud, but uh, we're trying to change that, okay? Of course we are, man. I'm saying it loud and proud. I'm from Surrey. I'm from Surrey. I'm from Surrey. I love well, Surrey. Yeah. We're obviously not doing as good of a job as Arch Deep Baines, who oh, yeah. honestly <laughs> had a really good weekend. Like, I watched some of those Abbotsford Canucks games they had. Uh, they played the Ontario Reign twice in Abbotsford, and Arch Deep Baines looks sick, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, one thing that he, I think everyone talks about how his hockey IQ stands out. Bum. I mean, this guy knows how to thread the needle. Uh, I, I, he did it a couple times over the weekend, Dude. but he's really good at finding that centering pass, that cross team pass, mm-hmm. and finding the open guy who's got a chance at a high danger scoring chance. Um, so he set up Linus Carl, Linus Carlson, sorry, for his 20th goal of the season um, on Saturday against the Ontario Reign. That was a 5-2 win. 
So not Linus Carlson, another guy who. Um, hey, let's not talk know, about Linus goals. Carlson right now, okay? Keep it on RC Baines, okay? Sorry, man. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, what are we doing? Again, here? it was that pass from RC Baines to Linus yeah. Carlson. Linus Carlson, twenty goals in this season, which leads the Abbotsford Canucks. Our RC Baines with twenty four assists is tied for third on the Abbotsford Canucks. So on the season, he's got nine goals, twenty four assists, thirty three points in fifty seven games. But Good again, he he scored an unreal goal in the weekend too, Kyle. I don't know if you saw I it, did but. See it. He, uh, you did or did not? Right, come on, bro. It's, it's, it's the Surrey's Canucks show. You don't think I saw that goal? Come on, bro. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Shout Thank out to Faber. Shout out yeah. to Faber, keeping us locked in, you know, for real. For real, for real. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he broke in for a shorthanded chance, deked out the defender, and just sniped it from about the top of the hash mark. So it was a great goal by RST Baines. And even in the game against Ontario on Friday, where the atmosphere Canucks won four, nothing, I believe he didn't get the score sheet, but he had a couple other chance or opportunities where he made that cross team pass instead of a guy who just couldn't bury it. So mm-hmm. yeah, he really stood out to me for the atmosphere Canucks this weekend. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to be the negative guy and say, I don't think he makes his debut this season. Um, I just think again, the atmosphere Canucks are third right now in the, in the AHL standings. Um, I mean, there's a few guys right now who it'd be interesting to see in the NHL. I think Linus Carlson, Neil oh Leonard, God, get him back up. RST Baines. All the, third I on the list, Trevor. Third on the list. You're a proud Surrey boy. You're going to put RST Baines third on the list? Linus Carlson, yeah, you, you, you Neil Hooklander? You can be as biased as you want, Come on, buddy. You man. can be as biased are you as you want. Swedish or are you from Surrey? Are you, are you Swedish or are you from Surrey? <laughs> what, I'm from Surrey. Like, I'm from Surrey. Dude, come on, yeah. man. Switch up the order, man. What are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm just being honest with the people, man. I'm I'm just not. I, you know what? I, I've already. You're not being loyal on the show. I, just by bringing them up. I you're not being loyal. Tires, you're not man. being loyal. You're not being. Yeah, you're gonna bring them up, and I'm gonna bring them up to the top. Okay, get RST Baines in the lineup this season. He deserves it. You brought up his hockey IQ. I think he mixed that in with his work ethic. It's pretty obvious, right? This guy doesn't have a doesn't have a, a bone in his body that's close to giving up for real. He's an overager who, who who excelled in the WHL last season. He signed a deal to play with the Canucks, a hometown team. The pressure's on. The pressure's on, whether it comes from externally or internally, because, again, you got friends, family, and just this dream of yours. Now you're living it. There's a chance for you to play for the Vancouver Canucks, and he stepped up to the plate. He stepped up to the plate. He's doing good things. Now, is he the best player in the AHL? Probably not. No, that's the answer, but he's doing things. He's doing things, and I think he's rounding out to become a better player overall, and that's going to bode well when it's his time to get a chance. And, again, Trevor, we're talking about the Vancouver Canucks. The kings of moral victories. They're doing it. They're doing it. They're calling up R.S.T. Baines because this season is a lost season. And they like to do these things, right? A little bit of smokescreen, right? Boom, boom, local kid. And he deserves it, man. Shout out to Surrey, bro. Shout out to Surrey, man. I don't know what yeah. Trevor's doing. Little fake Surrey boy. Yeah, he's doing great, but we should call up Linus Carlson and Niels Hoaglander up before. Come on, bro. I'm just saying all three of those guys, it'd be interesting to see them. I, I honestly don't know if any of them are. I, I think maybe Niels Hoaglander. I, I don't think we're going to see Linus Carlson or R.S.T. Baines. We haven't even seen Aiden McDonough play yet. Aiden McDonough is still sitting on the Canucks NHL roster right now, by the way, Kyle. We haven't seen Aiden McDonough yet. He's going to make his debut at some point. That's another left winger, by the way. So, yeah, I, I, look, I want to see R.S.T. Baines play in the NHL, but it's not happening this season. I will say, to your point about making him a more well-rounded player, mm-hmm. um, you know, the fact that he's killing penalties, mm-hmm. I think is huge because he's going to play probably in that third, fourth line role for the Canucks. And another thing I'd like to see him do is shoot the puck a bit more. Like, I'm looking at the Abbotsford Canucks players and, and their counting stats. You know, among the top scoring, uh, the Abbotsford Canucks forwards the most points this season, they all have over 100 shots. Archie Baines only has 49 shots in 57 games. So 
he's certainly a pass first guy and and mm-hmm. that lines up with what you're seeing on the ice but uh man shoot the puck a bit more nine goals on 49 shots that's not a bad little shooting percentage right there not a bad little shooting percentage. And again, shout out to RST Bank. Shout out to Surrey. Shout out to 88th Avenue. Shout out to 152nd Street. Shout out to Guilford Mall. Shout out to Surrey Central. All right. Shout out to CCA. For real. For real. Shout out to Newton Wavepool. 100% shout out to Newton Wavepool. 100%. Shout out to King George Highway. Shout out to Fleetwood McDonald's. I know they're not a sponsorship on the show. I'm a rep Surrey, okay? Not like Trevor. I'm a rep Surrey. And shout out to RST Bands. Yeah. Shout out to Scott yeah, Road. Yeah, this is Series Connect Show, by the way. Yeah. Series Connect Show. All right, in the final segment, I want to touch on the Cam Neely former Connect of the Week. I believe Kyle's got some comments as well in Comment yeah. Corner. But before we do that, you know, Kyle, I got to tell you, I, again, I need to eat healthier right now. I need all the brain power I can get for studying, getting through school so I can focus more on Locked On Canucks. Um, and part of the reason I've been feeling a little bit better is because I've been eating Built Bar. So, Kyle, if you're like me, where you want to get healthier, uh, but don't want to compromise taste by eating, you know, gross, healthy food, then I got a solution for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, Built Bars are so delicious, you won't think that they're good for you. So what makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. Mm-mm-mm. And they become in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What do you mean how they – come even, on, you know how they do it. They got good people working there, all right? Come yeah, on, man. Amazing people, some might say. Honest people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what's even better is that they're actually healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. You can order your favorite flavor of Bill Bars today at built.com. Look at that. That's 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 protein right there, baby. That's protein. You see that? That's protein right there, baby. Get Built Bar and be more like bowing, right? How much, uh, how much can you bowing. buy some crow? How much can you buy some crow with those, Kyle? If I spend a whole week eating Built Bars, bro, by Saturday, I'm curling 60. Ooh. Jeez, and that's man. not the barbell. That's the dumbbells. 60 on each side, all right? Okay, so I want to talk about the Cam Neely former Canuck of the Week. I believe this is the second time we've done this. Jared McCann was our first winner, so this this is the second time we've done this. And this week's Cam Neely former Canuck of the Week, you might have guessed it. He scored against the Canucks last week, but it's Travis Boyd. Oh, yeah, yeah, Travis Boyd did play for the Canucks for yeah, a very great. forgettable part of the 2020-21 season. Um, and he ended up going to Arizona, and now he's like a first. Or I guess he's a second-line setter now that uh, Barrett Hayden's playing on the first line. But Travis Boyd, he's averaging over 50 minutes a game this season. He's on a four-game point streak right now. Last week, he scored the overtime winner against the Calgary Flames. Ha, suck at Calgary. And he also scored two goals against the Vancouver Canucks for the second multi-goal game of his career. So Travis Boyd. Yeah. Not going to the postseason, but he is the Cam Neely former Canuck of the week. Nothing gets more viewers than Travis Boyd. No one gets more ladies than Travis Boyd. No, that guy must be killing it. Playing at ASU. You know, me and all kind of university girls. Go, go get it, Travis. There you go. Oh, man. Oh, man. Just being an athlete, man. He probably eats built bars too, man. That's why he's doing it. And athletic greens. Let's be honest. Let's be real. But uh, I'll, I'll say it again. Let's be honest and let's be real. You think Travis Boyd is important? No, he's not that important, okay? The people are important. The fans are important. Shout out to Surrey and shout out to the people commenting on the show. We got a couple comments here. What do we got here? We got one from... Stefan Johansson, and this dude left a, ni- a couple nice comments 
regarding our last episode. Super dope, dude. And he hopes that the Canucks do give Elias the C. You know, he's not that guy that will scream and shout in the locker room. He's calm and collected, and that's maybe all he needs to be the captain. He's calm, collected, and, again, the best player on the team, the biggest hustler on the team. Elias Pettersson is going to be the next captain of your Vancouver Canucks. And shout-out to Sweden for real. And then we got this guy, Tulit to quit he said ross is definitely cursed i think he might have thought that he, ross he the fan that you were talking about exactly I know we, we threw in ross levitin from locked on sands but he's locked on sands but he's talking about your buddy kyle exactly exactly and if people didn't listen to the last episode i have a friend a really close friend a close friend that has gone to some of the worst moments in canucks history okay he's gone to game seven against minnesota He's gone to the Steve Moore game, and he's gone to Game 7 against Boston in the Stanley Cup Finals. And then we had two led to quit offering his experience at going to Canuck games and big Canuck games. And he was in Calgary in 04. Or no, I guess he watched uh, a couple games from that series, and he was at the triple overtime game against Dallas yeah. in 07. Yeah. So I that's, think he's talking about that uh, when Calgary, Martin Jelena scored in overtime oh, and beat the Canucks in Game was, 7 at Rogers Arena. He was at a dark That must moment. be the game he's talking about. So he's, he's you know, Tulit to quit has seen some pain, but he's been there in the ring for some good times too. So, yeah, both of those were definitely memorable moments. I think, uh, you know, I've only been to one – I will admit, I've only been to one playoff game at Rogers Arena. Oh, uh, tell him. Tell and, him the story. and we lost, but, like, just the atmosphere of yeah. being in the arena pregame when the team comes out of the ice for the playoff game. Like, So the one playoff game I went to was also a loss. It was game one in 2012 against the Los Angeles Kings. And I just remember, like, I had goosebumps. I'm waving the towel. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know, this is our year, man. We're winning the cup this year. 2011's you know, in the past, 2012, yeah. off a of President's Trophy win. And, uh, yeah, obviously it didn't work out that way. And but I remember before the puck dropped on game one, I definitely felt like we were going to be winning the Stanley Cup for sure. And uh, who was uh, who was the one that got the people going that night? Was it, Were you there? I was there. It was me who got the people going. I was on the Jumbotron, dog. I was on the Jumbotron. That was the night? That was the was night. A, no. I thought it was like a Dallas regular no, season. No, no, no. That was game one against LA. Willie Mitchell scored oh, in that dang. game, too. I, that was the game. I got the people oh, going. My bad. My bad. I shout out to right. my homie Nelson. I went out with him, and we had uh, we had tickets to the game. I was about to say shout out to my ex-girl for grabbing me those tickets, but <laughs> F that. She ain't getting no shout out, for real. I went to that game, and I was on the Jumbotron twice, you know? Again, not about me, about the Canucks fans, but I was trying to get the people going. I had the moves back then, you know? The rhythm was something else back yeah, in the oh, day. And maybe I was I, proud of you, man. You, you, got, you really, you, like, you know, some people get up there for a few seconds, but that cameraman gave you a good, you know, 10, 15 seconds to dance, and you dude, did get the and then he going. gave me the spotlight in, like, to, like, to going into the third period. Remember, it's a playoff game, all right? Dude, I, I could have been big back in the day. It was a playoff game the year after 2011. Going into the third period, they just replayed me dancing on the screen to pump up the crowd. Yeah. All right? That was a big moment for you. You might have peaked in that moment. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> dude, honestly, for real, dude. I've said it many times. If the Canucks won the Stanley Cup back in the day, my life would be completely different. I'd still be hosting the show, the Locked On Canucks, because I care about the people. And that was just proof, man, back in the day, that the future does come from Surrey and Surrey has the most talent, man, in the lower mainline. I got to say it, man. I got to say it, man. Shout out to Tap House. Shout out to uh, all these places, man, Tap and Barrel. You know, shout out to Boston Pizza in, uh, in Guilford. Again, I might get in trouble for this, but I just got to give my people, Boston Pizza in Guilford. I went there over the weekend. I got to give the city of Surrey it's, it's a claim because too many people talk down on Surrey, and I ain't with that. I ain't with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give a shout out to Crescent Beach. That's more in my neck of the woods. Ah, uh, man. Uh, I'm also going to give a quick shout out to Brian Burke. Did he make this trade? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. Let's crazy. talk about it. Um, actually, I'm, I'm 
you can tell me in the comments if I'm stupid, but uh, I'm not sure Brian Berg made this trade. But uh, 27 years ago today was the Marcus Naslin for Alex Stoyanov trade. Um, the, pretty much the best trade in Canucks history, if not one of the best trades in NHL history, trading a fourth line grinder for uh, the future captain of the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, that was 27 years ago today. So shout out to maybe Brian Burke. I think it was Brian Burke and definitely should give a shout out to uh, Marcus Naslin. I thought you were going to say shout out to Brian Burke for him standing up to uh, the LG, uh, you know, for the LGBTQ He deserves a shout out for that too. 100%, shout out to you know, Burke he's that. And, uh, openly disappointed in how the NHL and some of its players are just not in line or not participating or slash not showing not their not their alliance but showing their support for uh that community and obviously Brian Burke has a, a close connection to the people in that community because of family and yeah just just a dark time in hockey again over the weekend yeah. and I know you and I will have another show to talk about that stuff uh, we'll, we'll we'll save it for another day one love, yeah, though. Yeah. One love to the LGBTQ plus community yeah. in hockey. And, yo, y'all are welcome, man. For real. If I played in the NHL, but I'd be rocking that jersey. Why? Because it's not, like, it's, you know what I'm saying, bro? It's it's not about, we're on this earth, bro. We're not that important, you know? For real. For real. You got to look out for other yeah. people. 100%. You got to look out for other nice people. You know what I'm saying? It's just the truth. If nice people need something and, and they need a little bit of help, Slash, they need support, give it to them. Why? Because, again, you're not that important. Yeah, 100%. And if, uh, you know, you want to hear us talk more about this, we did touch on it about a week ago. It was the episode about Tom Cicito picking a senseless fight with the LGBTQ community. Um, so we gave more thoughts on it there, and we will get more thoughts on it in the future because yeah. it's an important topic to talk about. But for now, we want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen today. Now make your second listen game-to-game -game Locked On NHL. Every moment, every performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across Locked On NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. I'm Trevor Beggs. He's Kyle Bowen. And we thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks. Shout out, Surrey. Shout out, 120th. Peace. You're Locked On Canucks. Your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.